0: Hmm. Recorded live. Hello? Hello. Hmm. <clears throat> Hello? <clears throat> Hello? Hello Laura? Yes,
1: I'm sorry for being 2 minutes late.
2: Uh, That's okay. No problem. We'll give the tickets again. Kevin Davis from the release today. How are you?
1: I'm doing great. How are you doing?
2: Good. Well, if you recall, I'm uh, from your old hometown area, uh, the uh, Fowderton, Pennsylvania area.
3: Yeah, that's Uh, great. And
2: uh, we've spoken twice before about Alive and You and Yours Forever for my weekly Behind the Song uh, with Kevin Davis series. And uh, still doing it. Uh, It's the eighth year now I've been doing them. Uh, just posted my six hundred and thirty fourth song uh wow. this coming week.
3: Holy and cow.
2: Uh, yeah, and we've switched uh as you know, releases have switched from Tuesdays to Fridays. So we mm-hmm. uh have adjusted our uh name accordingly we are now new release and yeah. we will be doing daily Christian music reporting as opposed to you know, tied to a day of the week, which is exciting.
1: Yeah, that is uh, that is great.
2: Yeah, and so I've had the uh, privileged to hear your new record, and in particular the opening track "Forever," and obviously a lot of the tracks have stories behind them. Um, really, would be great for you know me to feature from your heart and kind of wh- what you walk through uh, as a mother and uh, and as a uh, as an artist as well, but as a believer um, that uh, I'd love to share with our leaders relative to kind of. What were some of the stories that shaped these songs? So if you wouldn't mind sharing yeah. a little bit of um, the background story behind Forever and message to you personally.
1: Yeah. Well, Forever uh, is a song about a prodigal, you know, son or daughter, I guess in my particular case, daughter, um, who grew up in the church, you know, made some, made some bad decisions, kind of looking, looking to the world for love and acceptance. Uh, which is certainly a part of my own personal story. You know, in my 20s, after I moved to Nashville, and um, sort of, sort of lost my way. You know, not, not extremely, but, but in some areas, certainly did. And um, ultimately, then come to, to the realization that I just absolutely can't even take one, one step or one breath without knowing that, um, or without being fully committed um, to serving the Lord. And so this song is really about that process of a prodigal kind of realizing where she's at, the mistakes that she's made and the choices she's made that brought her to one place. And then she realizes that she needs to fully recommit her life to Christ and, and ask him to come back, you know, in her, in her heart forever. But ultimately then as she's looking back on some of the experiences that she's had and the journey that she was on, she realizes that he was with her the entire time, constantly mm-hmm. carrying her, pursuing her, chasing after her, even in those dark, the darkest places. And then, of course, the song is just celebrating then how just ever-present, omnipresent God is and his love is, is truly forever, um, forever and ever and ever. And it's just sort of celebrating that. Um, and that's, in a nutshell, really, what the song is mm. about. What,
3: well,
2: one of the things I like, because uh, our last discussion actually was about yours forever from the last record. Yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's cool is you know there's clearly a desire for one, um, to share your story in your songs, but two, to proclaim God and His goodness. And as yeah. you know, um, you know, really that's a very common uh, style of, of writing because David mm-hmm. in very many ways, when you read his thoughts, uh, either yeah. identify with him as a writer, as a as a film well, sure person. <laughs> um, I even called David sort of the evo guy from the Bible in a way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, because he, you know, he both would sort of be, like,
3: pressed and,
2: and say, you know, my enemies are surrounding me and they're attacking me, and, and then, of course, he would confess all of his shortcomings,
3: mm-hmm.
2: um, and, and he would ask for justice, uh, and then would praise God all at the same time. And and I think in a lot of ways, you know, your new album, in a lot of ways, seems to reflect a lot of those different emotions. And, mm-hmm. and I think it's good to kick off an album like yours with, one, a confession, but two, an offering of praise uh, for God being with you, you know, all along.
3: But mm-hmm. I think
2: that ultimately, of course, shapes kind of a lot of the rest of the psalms. And to me, it th- seems like some of those psalms would tie in nicely to the message of this psalm, kind of like about, you know, his love endures forever. Kind of Yeah. Was, were there any other passages you had in mind that you think would go with your song? Ah.
1: Uh, well, I'm sure you're, as you said, I'm sure there are so, so many I don't know any particularly off the top of my head um, that inspired the song necessarily, uh, but I totally agree with you 100 percent, that it, just, it does sort of fall a, a line or in line with, with um, the way that David wrote, the way that David worshiped. Um, and that's actually something that I, you know I spent a lot of time in the Psalms in my own personal quiet time, and I'm, that's pretty cool that you felt like it was reflected in the songs in some way. That's pretty awesome, actually. But, um, but There's no particular scripture that comes to mind, but I'm sure I could name name several if, if I have time to go kind of look some up.
2: <laughs> well, but. well, you can, and if you want to send them my way, feel free. Um, okay. I've had a lot of artists do that over the years, um, saying afterwards, oh, that's a good one. I'd really like yeah. that to include that. Um, so feel free to shoot that my way, and and my email is easy enough It's
1: um, Kevin Davis so. at today dot com. Kevin Davis at today dot com. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I definitely will absolutely do that. And so I have I'm not kind of misquoting anything. I can certainly um, pull pull a lot of inspiration. I can send it out to you.
2: Cool. Yeah, and and meanwhile I will do my own Bible study, and that's actually part of the fun of this collaboration.
1: Is mm-hmm. you know
2: with sort of what is your heart and where were you coming from and how is it your story? And then naturally I'm reflecting on how it's my story. Um, yeah. Because you mentioned the prodigal aspect, naturally I can also
3: include
2: the actual prodigal story, uh, scripture. Right. And, and, and how we all are in that story somewhere. So I don't know if you've ever read Tim Keller's book, um, uh, The Prodigal Son. Um, or Actually, it's The Prodigal God is the name of the book. Um, no, No, I
1: don't think so. Who is okay, Tim, well, you say Tim, Keller? I couldn't, Tim Keller? Tim Keller. Tim yeah. Keller,
2: yeah. Yeah, so he's a pastor at a large church in New York City. In New York, yeah, um, very
1: familiar. Mm-hmm. So and uh, yeah. a redeemer, right? Redeemer Presbyterian, I think. Yep.
2: Yeah, and um, his book really shaped my understanding of that passage in a much more refined way. Um, mm-hmm. In particular, he pointed out how many of us are, in fact, the older brother. Um, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And that actually, he is in fact more the central figure of the story, um, without us even realizing it. Because even once you do, I mean, in your in your situation as well, and in many people's situations, if you were in a younger brother situation, and then you did realize the um, unconditional love of the father,
3: mm-hmm. and then you do
2: accept that, and now you sort of become part of one of the you know, children of God and part of His church, part of His family. Now, actually, you are the older brother,
3: mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. and
2: maybe there's a chance you're no longer um, having the compassion on the younger brothers in your own life that you should. And actually, yeah, in a lot of a ways, point. in a lot of ways, that story is there to remind us that we all have these tendencies,
3: mm-hmm. and that we
2: all are unconditionally loved by the Father. And that's worthy of all of our praise. And so, yeah, that's kind of obviously an angle I can cover your song from, uh, as well. And, um, yeah, I think in closing, what I'd like to know from you is, you know, I think we've already talked about some takeaways for this song, but what would you like people to take away from this album? You know, in particular, some of the more uh, personal tracks relative to some of the situations you've gone through yourself mm-hmm. uh, in the last yeah. few years.
1: I've, i I, wanted, I want people to be encouraged by God's goodness, you know, by his presence and that he is a really restorative God, you know, that it doesn't matter, you know, the roads that you've traveled on or the decisions you've made or the directions that you've decided to go. I mean, he's always there with open arms and he's, he's welcome you just as you are and wants to restore you to wholeness, you know, by being in a relationship with him. And I think wanted, you know, wanted restoration to be a real important theme throughout the whole album. Um, and, you know, so there's a couple tracks about, you know, kind of the journeys that we take and the ups and downs and all of that, but ultimately the coming to him for true restoration, for healing and wholeness. Uh, and also, you know, one of another really kind of poignant track on the album is, um, we don't always understand and getting a lot of, a lot of really, really great feedback from, from listeners, uh, about that particular song, just ministering to them at various points in their life. You know when we all go through things you know, that are hard, Um, hard things, very difficult to wrap our minds around. And we can't, you know, we really can't understand it. We're almost not even designed to understand it. All we need to know is that God is good, that he loves us, that he's present, that he's healing, that he's restoring, even through the most difficult seasons of life. And, you know, personally, I I wrote, well, we, we wrote that song. So I did a lot of co-writing with a very good friend of mine a girl named amy lewis uh about half maybe a little bit less than half the songs i co-wrote with her forever was one of them uh, we don't always understand was also one of them restore me was one of them um but we don't always understand you know we started that song out and with the kind of the opening line you know their whole future tiny hands tiny feet you know gone in a moment you know guess it wasn't meant to be about it was It was written specifically for one of Amy's really good friends that had just experienced a miscarriage and was just devastated, obviously. And, you know, there's just no, it feels like every word of comfort is just so grossly inadequate when someone is going through such a profound loss, whatever it is, or a struggle. And that was really where that song came from, you know, that we don't always understand these tragedies, but we have to keep on believing, keep trusting that God is good, just that God is good. We have to hold on to what we know. And that particular song, uh, so it was already written and recorded, you know, when I went through some personal, uh, difficult, some extremely difficult things personally after I had my son. I have have one child who I had last May and he was born with a large hole in his heart, uh, a pretty severe defect that required him to have open heart surgery when he was six months old. And just around the time that I was going through that, Ian, the producer, had finished the mix and he had sent me that song and I was listening to it, you know, it was kind of weeks before we were driving. We had surgery done in Philadelphia that we were going to drive up there for him to have a surgery. And I couldn't even bring myself to listen to the song without breaking down, you know, and going through this, such a personal tri- trial, uh, even the thought of losing him, you know, of what if we lost him and all these things. And, you know, I, I just, Couldn't even listen to the song without sobbing hysterically, but it ministered to me in such a profound way that it was so cool to have, like, one of my own tracks that I hadn't heard in a while because it was being mixed and mastered and all that, and it was sent back to me in the middle of this, uh, and it was just such a reminder to me. I felt like it was just God speaking to me directly, you know, like, I, you know, that he has this, that he has it in control. I don't need to understand it. I can even be angry about it. It's okay, you know, for me to be upset or angry that we're going through this, but that I'm trusting that God is good. You know that he has my family in his hands, and ultimately that he's gonna work this together for our good, whatever it is, you know, and just trusting and holding on to that was just so amazing, and I hope that that song speaks the same you know to people in the same way that administered to me, even though I wrote it you know, and recorded it, and right. but it was like mm. it was coming you know directly from from god's from God directly you know to me and through that really period difficult period so of oh, the long answer. Yeah. Sorry.
2: <laughs> no, no, no. And he knows what we need before we do. I mean, I think that's a lot. No, of he totally
1: know. does. Yeah, he um, absolutely
2: does. That, and that it's a good reminder. And I think you seem to have he been goes
3: before.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, reminded that, you know, he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And also he's the God of our past, present, and future. And I think yeah, that,
4: that's
2: great. I think there is some amazing comfort in that, mm-hmm. despite our circumstances. Uh, or actually, you know, because of our circumstances that we Mm -hmm. actually need to cling to that, um, because there's just so many examples, as you know, of, of tragedy and heartache and pain and suffering and anxiety and worry. And one of the things the Lord's been showing me through this devotional ministry is, um, and this has actually come really into focus this past year especially, is that he has given us enough reminders in his word for, um, 365 of them, apparently, uh, from the English translations of the Bible of do not be afraid, do not fear, do not worry, Mm. do not have anxiety, because he knows Mm. we need enough to have a daily reminder uh, of those things.
3: Mm. And
2: as I've been attentive to that concept in my own personal Bible study, and a lot of them, by the way, are in the Psalms, um, Mm -hmm. you'll be reading and then there it'll be, Mm. do not fear. Do not mm-hmm. be afraid,
3: mm-hmm. and he just
2: mm-hmm. and he just wants us to know that he's there you know and yeah. to not allow the enemy and make us doubt um, his goodness uh, mm-hmm. or have the enemy tell us that we somehow failed, um, mm-hmm.
3: and that we're not
2: good enough for him to be his children and and that he wants suffering to be used as a way to turn us away from him,
3: mm-hmm. and
2: that's actually what we need the most so. So thank you for your faithfulness. And thank you. I have heard the whole record. And that that track did jump out at me as one that maybe we'd want to circle back on for another one of these discussions. But I think in writing about both Forever and your album, that's a good way for me to kind of help summarize the life stage you were going through as you were putting this album together. Mm -hmm. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, isn't this like five years
1: between albums? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a long time. It's it's not kind of you know, I had an, I have did another like um, email interview and someone asked the same question like, man, it's been five, five years, you know, but it's funny, you know, as an independent artist and a lot of people don't know that I also work, I work full time as a financial mm-hmm. advisor. Um, so I have like this whole other side of me that, you know, that does take a lot of time too. And, but we also, as an indie artist, we've funded the album, ourselves, you know, between our family, Mm -hmm. my family, and uh, we really didn't want to go into any debt over it, you know, and so we really did it in in pieces, the way that we could, we could, you know, feasibly get it completed and finance the whole project. And so we ended up doing it kind of in three song sections at a time, and spreading Mm -hmm. it out. And then in the middle of it of course then I got pregnant and then had a baby and then he had open heart surgery and you know, so all of this stuff happened, this life stuff. So it was already we were already mm-hmm. doing it, segmenting it over time and then life happened and um it's quite an undertaking for sure. Mm-hmm. When you have a lot of other stuff going on. So we're just glad that it's done and it's here and mm-hmm. we can get it out well, there.
2: Well, thanks for your faithfulness and you know Running the good race to finish it because uh, yeah. I know it will <laughs> bless. Easy? I know it will bless a lot of people. And uh, yeah, as you are a, and originally a local, um, your name comes up probably once a year or more uh, from somebody at my church because I book about four artists a year at my church. Um, really? For concerts, yeah. And uh, somebody will say, "Hey, have you thought of Laura?" I <laughs> and I say, "Yeah, I'll probably be talking to her at some point." So. Yeah, so if oh you're ever looking for a church to sing at in our area, um, let me know.
1: So and where? I'd be happy to. I yes, I asked. Where do you go to church?
2: Well, I was at Calvary Church in Powderton, that big one, uh, for oh, about okay. ten years, and okay. now for the last six years, I've been at Calvary Chapel in Quakertown,
1: Pennsylvania. Oh yeah, um, absolutely.
2: So Sandy White from my um, church met your mom last okay. year. Okay. Uh, I guess for lunch or something. I don't know. And she brought me back all these flyers about an event you were doing. And, and I did distribute them. and Yeah, and we laid them around at our church and all that. So so anyhow, um, yeah, if you're looking for a place, I know we'd be, we'd be happy to have you. And a lot of times what my pastor likes to do is um, have you sing in the morning at our lead worship and then come back at night, you know, have people come back to hear you know, do maybe a worship, you know, um, concert slash concert. service mm-hmm. in the yeah. evening, if that's of interest to you. And and I know you also do sort of conferences, like where you share.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: It, is it. Um, so, yeah, that's also of interest to us. Um, so, yeah, keep us in mind if you're looking for uh, a place to host. Definitely. And, uh, and I oh, have three yeah. daughters, so my girls I know would be blessed to meet you. And,
1: oh, uh, man, I'd love to meet them,
2: yeah. And my oldest daughter is actually now 15 and actually leads worship in oh, our cool. children's ministry and uh plays both um piano and guitar and and she actually is currently working um she works for child evangelism fellowship CES. Um she's a daycare counselor and at at actually it's at a camp for um they actually a camp for public school kids but they make it affordable and it's called camp good news and they actually do evangelism naturally um at the camp. So it's a really great blessing and uh, How awesome. I I drop her off and pick her up every day before and after my other job, by the way. Um, yeah. I work I work as a, a benefits um, consultant oh, for really? Univest Bank. So I don't know if you've ever seen Univest Bank, if you've ever been in this area. Um, it's a regional bank in the kind of Souterton, Bucks County area. Um, no. Yeah. So as I do a, a
1: benefits consultant? Like, that's awesome. Yeah.
2: Yeah, medical, and obviously with the Affordable Care Act, there's a lot of <laughs> a
1: lot of confusion
2: in. And, and need. Um, but actually, in particular, I work with a lot of churches and nonprofits. Um, kind of want to try to help them because they have limited budgets and are looking for a lot of help. And yeah, do so you help just indi- mean,
1: like individuals? Which I mean, obviously, you're not. Yeah. Uh, you do help individuals. Are you like a broker? Like you're, you could help yes, them get I'm up a insurance. Broker. Yep. Oh, my gosh. Well, this is totally, my parents need to talk to you then because they just, because my dad retired when he was 61, so before mm-hmm. Medicare, and then they he had COBRA coverage because they did like a buyout because he was an executive or senior level executive, and that came mm-hmm. to an end. And so they had to then, and they decided to go with Aetna, but then they're losing Aetna, apparently because Aetna's not servicing people in Pennsylvania any longer. They got a notice that said mm-hmm. that they're, so they need to find new coverage for January 1st. Okay. Um, and they, I mean, someone that they could trust that they know is not going to, like, steer them in the wrong direction. That would be amazing if, if I could. Yeah. And actually, my, my, account,
2: my account manager, Karen, is also a believer. Um, yeah, it's been, it's been a real blessing um, because Universe actually started as um, basically Mennonites kind of ran it. <laughs> um,
3: okay. And
2: uh, and so we have a faith-based kind of financial services institution, and that's what attracted me to it as an employer. And, um, yeah, wow. and so that's been awesome. And then, of course, I also, uh, I'm also i also a 1099 contractor for uh, New Release Today as well. So that's been okay. my other part-time job for the last uh, now eight years as well. So, yeah, it's a uh,
3: – yeah, I'd be happy You're to
2: – help your parents absolutely yeah, uh, you yeah, but it. uh but yeah my um so kevin davidson yours today but also my Univest address is davis k at net. Mm-hmm. so that's kind of how you can reach me that way
1: can you spell it un U-N-I-V-
2: Univest.
1: okay 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 and do they have broker so, services do you know do they have advisors there that work through because i actually am an advisor through the yeah. bank Channel through fifth third they do
2: yeah, we do. Ah, interesting. Yeah, just go I to remember. go to us. <laughs> dot net and you can kind of read about us. Yeah, we're publicly okay. traded at NASDAQ. We have seven hundred employees.
1: Um, and it's a, a regional bank, essentially, just in Bucks County and
2: Bucks and Montgomery, flavor. and also Lehigh, um, Northampton, and in the Philly market as well. We bought a bank called Valley Green Bank.
3: That's now part. Yeah. Of, um, that's not part huh. of usus as well.
1: Yep. I've I've also that's like sort of been I mean. I love, absolutely love my job as, as, I mean, I'm a fully licensed advisor with, uh, and I started with Morgan Stanley, and then I now work through the bank channel, through Fifth Third Bank. familiar Fifth Third. is like a large regional, and yeah. they're out of Cincinnati, but then they're in you know, Ohio, Kentucky, Tennessee, Georgia, not in Pennsylvania. Well, they're in western Pennsylvania, but not in, like, the mid-Atlantic market at all. But if I ever move back to Pennsylvania, I'm kind of always with my feelers out for good programs and stuff. So yeah, I I'll can, definitely I can look can... it up
2: very much recommend Univest. it's It's been a great corporate culture for me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I um, I blog for the bank on uh, our blog site and also on LinkedIn. I do you have like a LinkedIn profile for what you do? Yeah, I do. Like, I could reach out to you that way as well.
1: Yeah, okay. And then that cool. way you could
2: kind of get a feel for what I'm doing on the insurance side. Uh,
1: yeah.
2: Of, but I'm pulling you up right now. Yeah,
1: definitely. Yeah, that's awesome. It's Yeah, it's just, my name. Davis, you know that's LinkedIn.
2: Why am I not seeing it? Hold on. Okay, maybe we're already connected.
1: Are we already connected? I have. I feel like I have. I'm I, because we're pretty regulated with our LinkedIn. I don't use it that much. Gotcha. But I have one. One I think is like a music one, which I don't use at all. But then I have my my work one I use fairly regularly. Here I just found you. Okay, well,
2: you can send me a connection if you want. Yeah that's, yeah, that's my, that's, oh, okay, I just found you, investment executive. All right, I just, sent you, I just sent you a connection request.
3: Oh, cool. Awesome.
2: Um, so, yeah, then there are actually, once we're connected, you know the whole little thing about connections you can click on underneath the yeah. person's profile. Then mm-hmm. you'll actually see my Univest address, phone number, work email address, and gotcha. kinda of you can see on there all the stuff I blog about relative to um uh, ongoing legislative and you know group healthcare updates.
1: So, well yeah. healthcare. Yeah, phenomenal. Okay, good. I just got a notice. Yeah, I just accepted your invite. Cool. Well thanks, Kevin. I appreciate your time so much. And yeah, I'll definitely well, send you an email with those verses.
2: Cool, thanks. Yeah, you I think there's them? something else there's something else on your heart specifically. Otherwise clearly uh, actually, you know what? With that same email, can you please send me the lyrics? I don't actually have the lyrics to the song. Yeah, sure. Please. Thank you. Yeah. Because uh, then, cause then with that, I will include that, of course, in my write-up um, about the song. So. And my plan is, I think I'm going to have this up, the record drops Friday, correct? It um, does, Yes. Yeah. It'll be in the next two weeks. So I have a backlog, but I move some things around and schedule you in the next couple of weeks. So I'll make sure. I'll uh, get it up and send you the link.
1: Okay, that sounds awesome. Thank you so much.
2: Yeah, thank you, Laura. Well, great to speak with you as always, and uh, God bless you and your family. Hope everything's going okay. Yes, and, it uh is. And that if your parents are looking for, for some help, yeah. uh, feel free to send them <laughs> my way.
1: <laughs> I definitely will. I definitely will. I'll be thrilled to have have help. Okay, thanks so much, Kevin.
0: I appreciate it. All right, it. Take All right care. Welcome, Okay. All bye. right, take care. Uh, bye-bye. Hello? You there, Kevin?
5: Day for oh, I need to talk to somebody on the phone.
0: Take that off of her, please. Hello. Hey, Kevin.
6: Hey, Dave. How are you?
5: I'm good. How are you?
6: Good. Sorry for the delay on my end. My previous call was still going uh, when you sent me those messages, so the other one has to, like like finish before I can start the next one. So, oh, yeah, so anyhow, so, so we're good to go. And uh, how's the family? How's everyone doing?
5: We're doing great. Uh, JJ is actually putting Nora down for nap time right now. Um, so she'll join us in just a, a couple minutes. Um, Perfect. And then she has her haircut. So, <laughs> Yeah, I know. It's a busy personal day. Um, that's, that's good. Yeah, we... Um, we were just in uh, Colorado for the last week, and it was nice to get out of the heat. And ah, we're yeah. home for one full day at home, and then tomorrow we fly to Wisconsin to play a festival. So just kind of running all over the country.
6: Well, it's the life of the artist, and uh, congrats on you know all these great tours you guys have gotten to be a part of. Um, just from when I got to see you couple years ago in PA with with unspoken and sanctus and interestingly as i just was listening to the full record again this afternoon and hearing you know the song with matt and then hearing matt's announcement about being home with his family and the last line of the song talks about being there for his family and i'm like whoa um just sometimes crazy how art imitates life and so on and i think that (laughs) I think that uh, in your guys' case has always been the case, and uh, I think that's part of what why I gravitate to your music ministry is clearly your art imitates your life, um, and and uh, now you're now you're bringing down you know uh, your your fellow uh, tour mates along with you. You're you're making sure <laughs> they're they're walking that same walk.
5: <laughs> yeah. so, that and I, I say
6: that in love because as you know I love Matt, and we've done a number of interviews like this over the years as well. So
5: yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he's a, he's a great guy and I, I think it's um it's really um uh, a a hard thing to do to make that recognition that um that he he needs to sort of step away from the road for a little while to concentrate on family and um you know, make make sure that that he's uh living the life that that he believes in, you know. So mm, we totally sure. back that up. Yeah, no, and I think
6: I think uh, the authenticity of that and the authenticity of of all these new tracks. So you said something as I thought it was kind of uh, interesting, and in when you sent me the link to the record about you hoped I would like it, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and mission accomplished. Of course, I like it, um, and. And, and I, and what I had to adjust to was it's somewhere in between kind of when I'm with you and loved, I musically anyway, um, you know, I had sort of gravitated to the more um, reflective vibe of loved, particularly cause it's been, you know, I've consumed that record kind of nonstop for the last two years. So in yeah. a way I kind of had to almost adjust my, um uh call it um, expectation. yeah well emotional state um is probably the best place for me to say i had to adjust to a more o- almost slightly more happy place um <laughs> uh which is fine that's not a bad thing um and have have my listening be shaped by that be shaped more by okay this this is where Dave and JJ are now and and i definitely believe fully known is is a great example um of that i think it reflects perfectly an alignment of musically and message-wise matching uh and also i think is an excellent sort of single you know not that i consider you guys a singles artist as you know mm-hmm. um but I do believe it fits today's appetite for what people want uh, in yeah. a single. Um, but I don't believe you're in any way sacrificing your art. So, so for me, that's important um, to still be Mission artistic. accomplished. <laughs> yes. Uh, but also make sure it's accessible and relatable to, to the consumer. And my wife's a good example. So we just were on a 20-hour each direction road trip as a family. Uh, to Branson, wow. Missouri. Uh, so we, you know, we stopped and did the St. Louis Arch and uh, saw some shows in Branson, went to a water park. Uh, it was it was really very awesome. Good relaxing time, but also good family time. And we listened to all of Loved and um, all of the new record. Forgive me for not having the name of the new record top of my head <laughs> here. It's yeah, the um, long title. Sound of a but uh, in particular, Fully Known did jump out at a lot of us um, as this is a great new J.J. J. Heller song. So, yeah, I'd love to hear from your guys' heart, Sound of a Living Heart. There we go. Um, yeah. Kind of the heart behind um, Fully Known and kind of wh- how that fits into the overall messaging of this new record.
4: Uh, hey, it's
6: J.J. <laughs> hey, J.J., how are
4: you? uh, uh Good. Good. Um... Well, it's a concept that has been just kind of floating around in my head for a really long time, and I just, uh, I'm so glad that it finally kind of materialized in a song, Um, but because I had had this concept, um, like I feel like one day um, the Lord just put this idea in my head um, that was that God has decided to love you and you cannot change his mind. And so I I had been wanting to write a song incorporating that concept for probably two or three years now, but just never could quite accomplish it. And Mm. it wasn't until uh, I saw Tim Keller tweeted something that said, fully known, truly loved, period. And Mm. I thought, that's it. I can put those two concepts together um in, in the chorus and kind of take it from there and because I think everybody desires to be known and I was thinking back at to my college experience with all of my high expectations going into my freshman year and just nothing panning out the way that I hoped it would and I we'll talk about those
5: expectations.
4: Yeah. Okay. So I went to college. I I was hoping my, my roommate would be my best friend and yeah. that I would just connect with a really great group of people and we'd hang out all the time. And then I thought that I would fit in with the basketball team that I was on and that I would get involved in the worship team, and basically none of those things worked Mm. out, and it was an extremely lonely time for me. And uh, when when in high school, I did feel known, and I had a lot of friends, and um, just everybody knew who I was and what I was all about, And, and then I went away to college, and it felt like, nobody knew me, and nobody really wanted to know me, and I remember this, this time when I was uh, hanging out with the girls on the basketball team, and for whatever reason, the, the, the guys on the guys' basketball team started teasing this, this one guy, um, teasing him to ask me on a date, and, and I couldn't figure out if, if it was real or if they were just making a joke. Uh, And it was so hurtful. I remember Hmm. going back to my dorm room and crying because, again, it it didn't feel like anybody knew me. And um, it was just extremely lonely. But that year, more than any other time in my life, um, I just really – leaned on the Lord, um, because I didn't have anything else or anyone Mm. else. And, and it was a very special time for me where I felt his presence and I could feel his love for me. And it was when I started to embrace my identity as his child, whether any, any human understood me or not, I knew that, that God did and, and he, he loved me in spite of all my deficiencies, and, and so, you know, I, I think that everybody at one time or another feels those feelings, and so I wanted to put those thoughts into a song.
6: That's awesome. Well, where did you go to college, JJ?
4: Well, my, my freshman year and half of my sophomore year, I went to Simpson University. It's in Redding, California, a little Christian uh-huh. college.
6: And is that is that the experience you're referring to? Yes. Okay. So you guys will never believe this, but you know I've done 634 of these discussions in the last eight years. The <laughs> last discussion I had was with the artist David Dunn. He has a new single out called Have Everything. He had a song last year called Today is Beautiful. I don't know if you heard either of those songs. Um, anyhow, he just shared with me his song Have Everything, which I did this discussion about, was based on his frustrations of disappointment in being a college basketball player <laughs> for <laughs> for the University of Montana uh, and that he was used to being like the man and and right. people-pleasing and just had this vision of I'm going to go to the University of Montana and I'm going to build my own identity and, you know, and then basically the Lord used that as a way to refine him and rock his world and show him no you're not the man. Um so in a lot of ways your the story you just shared with me is like a parallel and that's fascinating because I think it's cool yeah. sort of, it's it's sort of cool to sort of dig back into your past and think about how those things shaped you. Um yeah. and especially now as, you know, as a wife and a mom and an artist, you know, all of those things are part of who you are. Uh, oh, I just quoted one of your songs. Um <laughs> and and i think that is cool to know that that's and you know maybe this is a theme the lord wants me to write about uh um that this whole what you dream you're going to be versus maybe what you are
0: mm-hmm. it's
6: okay you know that all these things happen for a reason and i think they're all part of god's plan um and really just the title fully known of course makes me think of psalm 139 it makes me think of jeremiah 29:11 um, and just from what you just said, it makes me think of Romans 828. So I think there's a mm-hmm. lot of cool, very popular verses that I do get to write about a lot, but I can sort of shape into your story and obviously accessible, accessibility wise, it's all of our stories. We all can relate to having a dream of what we want to be when we grew up, <laughs> uh, and what it was going to look like when we got out of our parents' house and, you know, um, went out on our own and none of us could say it probably looked like what we thought it was going to look like. And I think that's cool. I think that's cool that that's the, the origination of it, but also knowing, and I'm reading your quotes that you sent to play MPE, um, that the Lord drew near to me in my darkest seasons and his arms are always open. There is a home for the broken and all the words he's spoken are true. And I think, I think that's a really awesome, Application life application, um, mm-hmm. but from from there, I'd like to talk a little bit about how the messages. Because by the way, I love the track order as always, um, and I did literally rate every single song as a five star song as I went through uh-huh. and re- and listened to it. Um, but yeah, how do you feel some of the messages of Fully Noon reflect the message of the record? Like, what would you want people to take away? from this new chapter of J.J. and Dave?
5: Well, I think, um, like, we've recognized over the past few years just who J.J.'s audience is.
3: Mm-hmm. Um,
5: and it is very much a, um, a female audience.
3: Mm-hmm. Um,
5: and, like, while there are many, um, many listeners who are also men, they are...
6: Like me, you mean? Yeah,
5: yeah. <laughs> certainly the, the minority. Yeah. Um, and so we've just kind of embraced um, JJ's desire to, um, to write from a female perspective for other women. Yeah. And um, so as a result, I think over the like past year and a half as we were writing this new material, we were just kind of thinking about the struggles that JJ as a woman has had and lessons that that we've been learning along the way that could really apply to that audience. And so much of it ends up coming down to identity and Mm -hmm. finding a place where you belong so that you can live a life that is uh, wholehearted um and uh and so many of these themes uh the themes of these songs have a lot to do with um with finding your place in the world and recognizing your inherent value regardless of um it, what it is that you have done or what other people say about you and uh, making yourself vulnerable to uh, to love and in addition to that, making yourself vulnerable to the pain that comes along with with that. So um, mm. you know, from the beginning of the record, uh, it starts w- talking about being guarded and uh, and it's kind of a call to the listener: let down your guard. And love that by track, by the way. You... Thank you. Yeah,
1: okay.
5: And by the time you reach the the final track of the record it's basically a resolution um that's saying you know i could choose not to let down my guard but Mm -hmm. if if that's the case then um i won't experience the fullness of life and and it's such a um a, a call to embrace uh the good and the bad so that your heart can truly be alive
6: no, that's awesome. And and I totally hear that and I have the lyrics of Fully Known up in front of me and I really feel momo- and uh, you know, you know I love to use overarching terms like thesis statement. Um but I feel like if there's a thesis statement of the record, it could be this uh lyric can anyone could anyone love you if anyone knew who you really are. And right. and to me that that's a universal question. Um But I do agree that having a a wife of 21 years and three daughters who are now 15, 11, and eight, almost turning nine, uh, that this is the universal question um, that they all ask. And they need to see from me, and I'm sure you can relate to this, Dave, they need to see from me as their earthly uh, example, that yes, they can be loved even though we know who they truly are. And then we need to point them to their heavenly father telling them that same thing. Um, right. Because we are fully known as you say in the song by the author of space and time. And, and I love the, and you cannot change his mind. I love, I love that you guys slide your theology into your song. <laughs> and I don't know that many people realize just how theological you are in your, in your writing. Probably I do, of course, uh, <laughs> having done like 10 of these with you guys now. Um, but but I love that I get to the chance to in essence give a little bit of a um, Bible lesson <laughs> um, relative to your song because that's what it boils down to. That and of course the line, "All of the words he's spoken are true." I mean that's that's it. That's that's faith. And mm-hmm. and at some of the other tracks, I think, we, or some of the other biblical precepts, I think I could use in writing about your record are things like blessed are those who have not seen and still believe and we walk mm-hmm. by faith and not by sight. Cause I think another aspect I'm learning that women seem to need confirmation of things. Um, mm. so I've learned some lessons as, as a as a husband of 21 years now uh, that it's not almost good enough to just say it. They almost want to see it too. And like, show me you love me. Don't just tell me you love me. Um, mm. And, and I, and I think that's an aspect of what this record, I think, is reflecting. Sound of a Living Heart is, um, one, you need to let down your guard. So I think that's an awesome, excellent opening and invitation. Um, and, you know, when you do that, you can be fully known. Uh, and then I think that flows into some of the other tracks. Any other favorite tracks of your guys um, from the record you'd want to highlight for me as I listen through it?
4: Um, One of my favorites is Daylight, Mm. um, which actually we wrote after we had already started tracking in the studio, Um, but because this album was more uh, targeted to radio and Mm. a little bit more Pop than we normally go. I just I felt like there was a hole in the album that I wanted to fill with something a little bit more poetic lyrically, and so I just I sat down with the guitar on the Monday night after we had already started in the studio, and then uh, and then the next morning in the studio, Dave and I finished writing it, and then like immediately tracked it, and um, but I just. Um, I don't even know where the lyrics came from, but uh, I I think I just was referring to the notes that I had taken in my phone of, you know, like cool lyric ideas along the way. But I just love the idea of that no matter how dark things get, um, as believers, we always have that inch of daylight under the door Um, we always have a hope in christ um that he is good and Mm. that that he does fully know us and fully love us and um trying to think through the lyrics here um
6: can you by the way um guys would you mind also emailing me the lyrics at some point please
5: yeah, well, I thought I uh, I thought I gave you a PDF that's like the artwork, digital artwork. Ah, uh,
6: you did, you did, you did. Thank you. I I will just go back through that and I'll use that to kind of help me in my review because I I like to at least quote an excerpt of a lyric or, you know, make sure I'm pointing people back to where that idea came from. So yeah, sure. I'll, I'll make sure I pull that up.
5: Uh, well, there, then there's also like the uh, the reference to the like you healed the disease I was dying of, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, I mean, just that song is just. I mean, as you know, I've just my one of my biggest struggles is fear and anxiety and worrying about the future and um, and so the <laughs> song just. The the opening line is, Lord, I've been afraid for so long. And I I feel like as humans, we kind of just get stuck in our own rut. And we return to the same sins over and over. Um, Mm. And and that's why God's love for us is so amazing and so patient. Um, He's so gentle with us. Uh, And so... You you healed the disease I was dying of is uh, just kind of a, a reference to my
3: <laughs>
4: mild hypochondria. <laughs> mm. um, just, just that you know, like we can like catastrophize of all about all of the potential horrible things that can happen, but but God is already there and He is our healer and He He's already saved us in in the best way possible um and so there's there's really no no reason to be fearful and so a lot of these songs are just the truths i know in my head trying to communicate them to my heart and just listening to them myself over and over until like (laughs) until they sink in um yeah so it's kind of my own like therapy session where the lord is Um,
6: just reminding me of of things. That's awesome. And actually what I love about that is that is, that I think has been consistently your music ministry. um, And I think that's what people have come to know and love about your music ministry, which is that they hear themselves in these songs. And Mm -hmm. they know that there's a sincerity coming from you, even if, and I heard that line about, you know, Trying to write for radio. I caught that. Um, but even, even in doing so, not sacrificing the authenticity of, of the lyric, meaning right. not, not singing about drowning in some ocean or um, mm-hmm. being, you know, having some chains hanging on you or some, some <laughs> vision of, of uh, I once was lost and now I'm found. Uh, mm-hmm. I heard, I heard some track somebody sent me where they literally just kept, repeating the the words of Amazing Grace as though they wrote them. And I'm like, no, 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 no. It doesn't work like that. <laughs> um, so anyway, thank you for... They're, they're not being the cliches. I think these are really still your guys' heart. But I agree, musically, there is more of a poppy accessibility. And honestly, if you listen to what people listen to, they do seem to like kind of that programming and that production. So... I think it's important to sort of meet people where they are and and offer some of that, but don't sacrifice the authenticity of the message. So Dave, I think you were copied on the, my first half of the year gourmet list uh, of what I, I've already, you know, sort of ranked for the first half of the year. And I'm excited because there's only so many in the second half that actually will fit into that category. But clearly you guys are one of the ones we're anticipating uh, Mm -hmm. for that. And and you're in an you're in a you know good release period. I mean there's a lot of stuff coming out but we will we will look forward to really highlighting it. Um and now that we're new release today.com, we've become a daily um periodical and uh almost like USA today. Um so I literally wrote one of my devotionals yesterday which was supposed to post on Friday and it's already up on the site. So what I'm finding wow. is it's like as as soon as I hit publish Boom! There it is. Um, so, wow. so that's kind of more the direction we're going, and we're finding our tra- our site traffic has improved as a result uh, of that name change, and that people are sort of tuning into us to see what's new today, um, yeah. as opposed to the once a week, you know, uh, retail release date. And um, yeah, so if you've seen our homepage at all recently, uh, we've gone with more of that sort of news periodical um, style where there's the big graphic uh, you know, with the, with the art and, the, and the, the headline and trying to get people to sort of want to dig deeper and learn more about what's new in Christian music. So, so yes, yeah, so if you want to partner with us in any way, of course, let us know. We'll be happy to see what we can do. Um, but naturally, I'll be posting this. I even sent out my schedule this morning. I'm going to post it like the Tuesday before the album drops was the cool. plan maybe maybe sooner um i sometimes move things around as the spirit kind of leads me in that regard but
5: uh sure
6: yeah and it sounds like for sure we'll be talking about daylight um because jj i love that you felt led to add that to the the record because i think that's an important um example of almost really you know your ministry and kind of what that's been fueled by and uh and a lot of um, what I've come to know and ex- love from your guys' records are those sort of deep cuts. Um, you know, still some of my favorite songs of yours have not necessarily been the ones that radio has grabbed, but they've just been ones that have spoken to my heart. So thanks for continuing to do that. I always want to thank you guys for that when I talk with you. And I, w- I would like to point out, I Amazon.com search for the new record, and I see it's already there, which is cool. Like, like pre-order, and then it says, you know, customers who have viewed this album also viewed, and of course, I saw Gunger and John Mark McMillan. I thought that was cool, but also uh, Toby Mac. So apparently, they want to know about Toby and JJ J. Heller. So there you go. <laughs>
3: All right, we're in good company. Cool.
6: Yeah, yeah. So you're in a good spot. Um, well, well, God bless you guys. And uh, next time you come PA way, we'll uh, try to make it a point to come out and see you or see if we can bring you in again to my church or something. So let me know. Wonderful.
4: Yeah. Thank you so much.
6: Yeah. Thank you guys. Well, thanks. This will be awesome for both writing about fully known and the record. And uh, Dave and JJ, when would you want me to post an album review? What would be good timing for you?
5: I mean, really like as close to the, the album release as possible. It would be great. It, um, okay. It's supposed to, it's supposed to come out on uh, August 21st.
6: Right. So, like a week prior, good.
5: Uh, like, yeah, or I mean, even like if uh,
6: like the Monday or Tuesday leading up to that Friday.
5: Yeah, something like that would be great.
6: Okay, that's actually what we're planning. Just so you know, we're 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 planning either one week prior because we sent out the Friday newsletters, um, and then the following Friday, the actual release date, our staff review would be part of that, and we've got a. 150,000 email subscribers that would get that. Um wow. and then of course share it on our social pages and our um homepage uh well in total page views per month we're averaging we're getting hitting around a million page views a month is what we're getting. That's amazing. Um so we're just trying to make sure we we give whatever way they hit one of those page views a chance for somebody to see what's new, basically. So, yeah. so I'll do my best to kind of get it featured in all the right places. And, uh, and uh, yeah, if you're looking for any other types of coverage, obviously if you launch any music videos, our video page gets a lot of hits. Um, and all it really is is a pass-through back to YouTube. Like right. we don't we don't take away from your views. We actually add to your views. Um, yeah. So if you're looking for something like that, let us know. Cool. You can just th- throw that up there as, uh, you know, dropping this week this new video for whatever. So, because yeah. I know you guys always do a great job with that.
5: Well, thanks. Yeah, we uh, we just made one in our in our home that uh, it's actually for "Let Down Your Guard," um, and we were like we were really excited to release it, but we feel like it might actually draw too much attention to the opening track of the record instead of the single, and so we're pro- probably going to need to hold on to it until. Um, that like after the single has either done well or kind of started to to fade before before we uh uh move on and uh and start calling attention to what down your guard so we'll we'll see how it goes but um yeah we'll definitely let you know when uh, when we have more video content
6: yeah that uh, i mean i think that's the other thing of being a sort of more of a daily periodical we do i think it seems anyway um we do seem to get more traffic for that kind of content, I think now that people can stream more easily than they used to be able to. Um, yeah. And then the other the other thing is we've formatted all of our pages for mobile now, so nice. you you actually don't need an app to view our pages. You click on any of our links; it's already formatted for mobile. Um, cool. Because we we were getting about forty five percent of our traffic from mobile. Um, yeah so we're just trying to make sure we're similar to you we're trying to make sure our content matches what our you know readers are looking for and right. uh yeah always love our partnership and looking forward to doing whatever i can to get the word out about your great new record
5: well thanks so much Kevin i mean we really appreciate your support i guess i didn't uh, i didn't say but um my uh my favorite track on the record is definitely the title track mm. um and um i just feel like for basically all of JJ's career, we've, we've wanted to make kind of an epic, an epic song like that. Um, and I think it, it took a really long time to get around to that because, um, we, we needed to find our identity as musicians first before just making a song that, that sounded really epic. Um, but like this, the, the message and the production to me all just kind of come together to really drive home a, a super strong point and uh, it it just feels like um, everything that we we could have hoped it, it could have become so it, it's it's a really uh, fun track for us to to listen to and we're we we've never actually Performed it live, so it'll it'll be really interesting to see how um, how it translates when when we start doing that.
6: Well, I see you're coming to Lebanon Valley College in September. It's actually on my birthday. Um, nice. So maybe maybe I can see if uh, we can get out and cover cover that uh, performance. Now, are you with anybody, or is it just you guys?
5: Uh, you know, I don't even. Know. Um, in terms of uh, who might be uh, uh, accompanying us or in terms of, like, being on tour?
6: Yeah, yeah, Is it a tour or a one-off?
5: It's just a one-off. So it would just be us. If there's a local opener, um, that's a possibility. But I'm I'm pretty sure it's just JJ for
6: that. Oh, it's at 9.15 a.m.? Oh,
5: Oh. I just didn't even...
6: (laughs) So it's in the morning.
5: I think... um, that may be a um, – let, let me just take a look.
6: Oh, it's a conference. It's called the Boast Conference. It says finding empowerment yeah, through grace of weakness held in the chapel. Okay. So That's not a – I'm true, pretty sure
5: that – I I think that she plays two different times during that weekend, but maybe I'm mistaken. Um, what What date is it? Friday, September
6: 25th. Yeah, it's what pops up on your guys' tour schedule um, as uh, Lebanon funny. Valley College
5: in Anvil, PA. I actually I need to add that to my schedule. <laughs> um, normally, I wait to to add that information until after I've got the, uh, the contract and everything. Yeah, I don't have all well, the details. Well, you know what? You know it's coming?
6: Well, I just I'm on Google, and it pops up on Google, and it knows my wow. location. So it's highlighting yeah. that one as being close to me. Nice. Um, so that's that's kind of where that one came up. And then yeah, iTickets has a listing for it. Just so you know. Um, okay. So it's on iTickets.com, and it lists what the event is, but it says it starts at 9:15 a.m.
5: I should really see. Give me one one second, and I'll I'll let you know if, if we have something else going on too. That might that might be the beginning of the event. And then JJ's right. performance might be in the evening. Um, so I'm opening up my my laptop right now.
6: Yeah, like I'm I'm roughly an hour and 15 minutes from that spot where you're going to be. Like where I'm talking to you now, I'm in like the Allentown area. And then that's like roughly an hour west from me.
5: Yeah. Okay, so it looks to me like we have a Friday night concert on the 25th and then in the morning on the 26th she'll be um playing a, a smaller set with like some corporate worship songs gotcha okay so um cool. if if you uh if you guys plan to come there and um like I'm sure we can get you on the guest list so hit, hit me up and I'll get in touch with them
6: so you said it's in the evening like seven or something The Friday night.
5: Friday is seven p.m.
6: Okay, I just put it on my Google Calendar, and yeah, I'll uh, I'll reach back out to you, and see if it makes makes sense uh, for us to meet up. Because by then we could talk about a second song. Is also what I was thinking. Yeah. Like I already have this one already. You know, this one have already been up for a couple months, and we could kind of work on a next one or something. Oh. But that cool. sounds great. I, yeah, so I'll uh, I'll reach back out to you a little closer to that. Um, cool. But, yeah, before that, uh, once I get the, the devotional and the review written, I'll send them back both your way. And I know you guys are awesome about sharing and stuff, so appreciate that.
5: No problem. Thanks for being a big supporter. We appreciate it.
6: You bet. Well, hey, thanks for great new music and uh, excited for – you know what uh what the lord's got planned for you guys i i do sense honestly um there is a lo- there are a lot of accessible tracks uh on the record so i i feel good for you guys that this could be uh a, a really good follow up to where you've to to the following you've already built you know what i mean like to really yeah to really serve that audience i guess that's what where i'm saying it, going with it.
5: Man, we're really hopeful. It kind of it feels like there's po- a possibility of gaining some younger fans with a record yeah. that sounds like this. And um, and at the same time, and kind of like what you've expressed, we feel like um, we never compromised. Like JJ's identity as a songwriter, and so the, the it seems like it's it's much more accessible than s- some previous projects. So. We're yeah, and as much as I received.
6: love, as much as I love loved, the more I've savored it, I can kind of see where it doesn't hit the radio mark at the same way some other tracks do. And yeah, and I I kind of I kind of catch that now. Um, by the way, who who did you work with in production for the new record?
5: Um, well, all besides one track, uh, we're we're. Produced by Johnny McIntosh, who did oh love uh, Johnny yeah. Third Days, yeah yep. Third Days new yep. record and, uh, and McIntosh our song is <laughs> that's right yeah um, and then our song meant to be which is like a love song that's about four tracks in yeah, um, yeah. was that was produced by Case and Cooley okay awesome
3: it all works yeah. for me
5: <laughs> man yeah we're we're really happy with it so we're we're kind of just on uh, on pins and needles kind of waiting to see how how it's received. So we, we appreciate... What's the, what's
6: the radio ad date for Fully Known?
5: It's two weeks, or
6: it's a week from
5: this Friday. Got it, um, okay. So it's coming up real soon,
6: the 17th. All right, well, I'll make sure I get it added to our NRT radio as well, so I will wonderful. get that on our rotation. Um because we uh we have four formats now, four radio formats. Um wow. Um but I'll make sure it's in the CHR AC format. Cool. Which actually that's what's cool. Is this one has both AC and some CHR possibility. And I know you've never really like tried that. for this. I know I know you've never really tried for the CHR market before, but this might be a record that has that ability.
5: Yeah, it definitely seems like it it could um, it could hit that uh, format and still kind of find its own place. So, man, well, we'll, more, we'll just have to wait and see. Well, more
6: and more, that is really what K-Love's format is now. Um,
3: yeah.
6: It, you know, they play AC for sure, but their version of AC is, you know, somebody's worship song uh, cover. You know, it's yeah. not, I'm not, I'm not so sure it's the same definition of AC that you and I have. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, so if a, a programmer hears Fully Known and says, ooh, that sounds like kind of a CHR song, you know, I, I could see that grabbing almost like a different audience, um, which, is, which is how you could get that younger audience you're talking about, I think. Yeah, yeah. So, so we have both now in the Philly market. We have um, Word FM is our AC market, and mm-hmm. K-Love for our market is our CHR. So that's kind of that when I talk to radio listeners in my market that's where they go to hear those two formats. Yeah. They go to Word Word for AC and they go to K-Love for CHR. And only I say that because like for example Mariah Peters has a new track called Brave.
3: Mm-hmm.
6: And she released a an AC version of it which is just her singing and then a mm-hmm. CHR version of it where Andy Minio does a rap. Oh really? And the and the CHR version with Andy Minio's rap is the one that's catching on.
5: Yeah, well, I, I would assume so. I mean, it's like Andy just seems like that he's on fire right now. He's got like such a great presence, and that um, really has uh, a lot of fans who who appreciate what he does. Exactly, but it's almost giving Mariah
6: some street cred, <laughs> you know, because right. she's only been just a sugary pop artist up till now. Um,
3: right.
6: Uh, it doesn't hurt that you know she's married to Joel from For King and Country as well. But sure. yeah, I mean that in a way, it sort of thrust her into a new uh, radio audience. And my sister in law was a good example. She's a she's in the Bible Belt. She lives in um, uh, the um, Greenville, South Carolina area, and. Mm-hmm she asked me about Mariah Peters, had never heard of her until she heard the song with Annie Minio. And I'm thinking, you're in the Bible Belt, you you know AC Christian music, and this is the first time you've heard of her? <laughs> so, so it just makes me wonder how many people still don't even know you guys musically because they oh, only listen to a certain kind of music, right?
5: Yeah, I mean, there's, there's a, a lot more listeners out there who could definitely, um, I, I think, a, a, have a and find an appreciation for for what it is that we're making. I mean, we're really, um, we're fortunate that even regardless of radio, like the uh, YouTube presence oh, yeah, is still sure. very strong. And so people are constantly discovering her music as a result of that. Well, that's one of the reasons I, I
6: suggest that if you do have another video, you're always so creative they always match what you're trying to say in the song, you know. You know, I'll be happy to do my part to put it on our page. And I don't know. Do you have a Google Plus presence? I don't recall if I've seen
5: much. We really don't. I mean, I feel like there there are only so many hours in the day, and um, and so like we've just decided that like Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and then JJ also does like some stuff on Pinterest. Um, that's kind of where we've decided to pitch our tent for the the time being and we'll we'll see what what happens with google plus but it it feels a little bit more niche it It is and it isn't
6: you know what I have found is first off um my day job is I work for uh, i'm an insurance consultant for a bank, and we block everything but Google plus So I can't get on Twitter, I can't get on Facebook, I can't get on Pinterest, but I can get on Google+, Plus because they're never going to block Google. And Mm. we also don't block uh, YouTube, as it turns out. So for sort of your business, your working people listeners, um, there really is only one outlet they can actually follow you on at their work server. And Mm. this is about 80% of all businesses block those Social media outlets. Now they can still access them through their smartphones. Um,
3: right.
6: Well, actually, in my company, they block that too. Because if I want to be on the company Wi-Fi, it blocks the same things. Really? So, wow. So it's just a trend I've noticed. So as a result, and somebody made a JJ Heller Rocks community on uh, Google Plus, by the way. Really. So I'm really? about to I'm about to join that community. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um so, um, anyway, what they do is they've got a number of your videos. They have Boat Song, Loved, Who You Are, What Loverly Means. Uh, and because Google owns YouTube, of course, that's a place you can end up. And,
3: right.
6: Um, and so I managed the new release today, Google Plus page. Within two years, we had 156,000 followers. Wow. And we're now getting a lot of traffic from there. So we just we can throw it into our. Um, um hubspot and just make sure our our stuff goes to all of them and again for video it's kind of a no brainer because they are youtube. Hmm. So just yeah. a little just a little aside for you.
5: Cool. Um, I'll have to um I'll have to take a a look at that and see what um uh, how we might be able to implement it. I mean like I I think this record out of anything that JJ's made may actually have more um, application within that business community
3: personnel. Right.
5: Um, Because, I mean, for the last several years, it's just kind of been a lot of moms. Um, And so moms most of the time are discovering their music at home rather than from the office. But um, it seems like we we need to kind of expand a little bit in light of,
6: what this project is well that and and the music industry as a whole i mean i read i've read your blogging uh on jj's facebook page about that and you know this latest taylor swift thing with with apple music um is yet another state of the industry situation and, uh, yeah, so, yeah, I just want to make sure people making good art get every opportunity to be seen and heard. Uh, that's one of my main missions as in Christian media at this point, almost more so than anything else I do. <laughs> so that's kind of why I still write for Radar Radio. And uh, uh, just, you know, Dave Trout did get to sort of now own that site, uh, and he has relaunched it. And so it's back in action. And uh, so Under the Radar is alive and well. And, yeah uh, and then and then we're we're trying to cater a lot more um for the indie artist. In fact, we have a whole indie artist day. Um and we uh, I think we awarded you our indie artist uh, we love award as well.
5: Yeah, a couple of years ago we we were yep. awarded one of those, so we really appreciate
6: that. Yeah, so we are we are uh, we're going out of our way. We created our own stage at the Creation Festivals, just so you know. Nice. Um, we have uh, our own acoustic stage, and uh, really, who we host there are indie artists. It is indoor; it's it's, it's under a tent. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but we are all four of the Creation festivals, so they now own Ictus, uh, Sunshine, and Creation East and Creation West. Those are all Creation. Hmm. So, and so we we have a marketing stage partnership with them for all four of those festivals. Yeah, that's great. So the next one, so we just did the East one. The next one's coming up at Ictus, which is Kentucky, and then uh, Sunshine, Minnesota, and then uh, West, which is Seattle area. Yeah. So, so yeah, if that's something you guys want to be part of next year, we we just launched that this year. You know, we'd love yeah. to have you guys as one of our one of our um, acoustic stage artists. That could probably be a cool partnership.
5: Cool. Yeah. I mean, I think we'll consider it. it like we in the past have kind of avoided the um, festival circuit just because JJ's music tends to just demand a little bit more attention than most festival goers are able to provide. Um, but at the same time, like we're dabbling in, um, playing with more musicians
3: these days.
5: Mm. Um, and, um, as a result, uh, It seems like her music might actually, uh, working off of this record, be able to make more sense in that festival scenario. So um, I suppose we can kind of cross that bridge when we come to it as uh, plans for festivals next year end up getting underway.
6: Yeah, and again, we specifically made it an acoustic stage for exactly the reason you said. So, so we had Ginny Owens um, this year, and, and really the idea of the kinds of artists we had in on our stage—they're all the singer-songwriter types that don't have any yep. other, don't have any other stage <laughs> uh, yeah. at these festivals. So, so there was a yeah. the void. We saw the void. We were a relational uh, website. That's kind of our whole thing. Is about community yeah. and having relation and sharing stories. So, now, so just so you know, the new format for the devos for from what I do is I am I am Tuesdays content. So we took advantage of the fact that we had already branded Tuesdays and people tuned into us still for Tuesdays, even though Friday is the new release date. So now we're yeah. going to run my devos as a feature on Tuesdays. That's kind of the concept.
5: Yeah, that's great.
6: So that's kind of my day for content, basically. And then, then, we, of course, we do our reviews. And mostly we're doing the reviews the Friday before. But, of course, in light of our discussion, what I'll probably do is run it, in essence, like the Monday or Tuesday before just to yeah. give you some ramp-up time if you want to quote or whatever you want to do. So now are you going to work with any publicists? Are you going to work with anybody to get the word out, or are you just going to self-publicize? Well...
5: We're um I mean a big part of the publicity for the record is hopefully a response that we end up receiving at radio um sure. but in addition to that we're um we're teaming up with the folks who promoted ellie holcomb's record um,
3: Awesome. good
5: time is is the the company's name yep. sam and, uh, yeah sam and uh and her husband paul and um so we're working together with with those guys to try to hopefully provide a slightly bigger splash than we've been able to generate ourselves, so we'll we'll see if we can make that happen,
6: yeah, I did three of these song devos with uh Ellie so far from her last record, so
5: nice man it's a great and record.
6: And, and she got our uh indie artist award for last year new new uh we love award, so that's there awesome. You go yeah so that's actually kind of been the um the angle the coverage you know, and honestly these days even even labels themselves are not the same thing they used to be as you well know um yeah, so your decision to not go there is almost getting more and more validated actually um <laughs> because because the 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 infrastructure alone is 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 Dying, I guess, is one way of saying it. Um, yeah, but but the other side of it is, they don't even have a plan anymore. Like yeah. it just looks to be like
5: the wild. You
3: you
6: yeah, you at least have a strategy in what you're doing. Uh, they've got all kinds of artists that flail and die on the vine because they just don't have a plan. They don't have a marketing strategy. They don't have a. They don't have a niche. They don't have. A, yeah. They don't tell their story. Um, and then they sanitize their music so that the artist isn't even telling their own story. Um, right. to the point of they all sound like each other. So who cares? Like, nobody stands out at that point. And um Yeah. And and so for me, I'm all about the story and if I can help tell the story, I know that's what people want. Um, yeah. you know, that's sort of journalism one oh one. Um and uh and yeah, and so that's kinda of where we come from. We're really trying to and then I think as a result that Aligns us better with the with the indie artist because that's um, I think your your goals and our um, platform align better than than yeah. the mass marketing you know um, check out this new record um, and and because people want to know because like you said your your marketing could come from check out the new record featuring hit song fully known. That's kind of what you need. (laughs) You need almost like the, the anchor, like here's the anchor uh, from the writer of, you know, what love really means, whatever, however you guys want to market that. So yeah, if you ever want to help uh, marketing, let me know. I'll be more than happy to pitch in.
0: I mean, I'll do what
6: I do
5: anyway, but um, yeah,
6: that'd be cool. Well, all right. I, well,
5: great to I, catch up I, as I, always. Thank you so much. Like I like I said, we really appreciate your support, Kevin. And, um, are are glad to hear that that you're enjoying this new project and um, can't wait to hear what what other people say about it, especially as a result of finding out um, finding out about it through what you've written. So, thank you again. No,
6: no, you're welcome. Well, thank you as always. Great to talk with you and. Uh, All the best to you.
5: Thank
0: you. We'll be in touch. All right. All right. See you there. Bye-bye. Bye.